Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands podcast playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. My guest today is Julie and Roz from the Andrews Panto and Play Society presents Autumn Frolics is back and um, I'm going to be speaking to Roz and Julie about the, what they've got up to uh, via lockdown and what they do when they are performing in their amateur dramatics group in crew. Well, I'm very pleased um, to welcome to podcast number 11, Julie and Roz from Autumn Frolics. Hello, ladies. Hi, Gail. Hi. How are you both today? We're both fine. Yes. Okay. Brilliant. That's so good to hear. Now, this is something a bit different. So as you know, this is a Helping Hands podcast where I am showcasing local talent and inspirational people from the local community. And um, I'm very, very pleased that you're here to talk about your amateur dramatic group and also what charity work you've been doing today. So, So tell me how you got into helping people. Right, well, it all started with Rosalind, who introduced me to the Panto group. I work at Richmond Village in Nantwich, and we used to do pantomimes at Christmas time there. Um, and about two or three weeks before we were about to show, one of the players went down. So Julie got thrust into the pantomime show um, as the Queen of Hearts, and she's never looked back. Yes, Rosalind was the glamorous lead as um, Alice. And from, from then on, she's had unglamorous ones as my uh, sidekicks. Yes. Which have become a double act since last then. Last one was Brush Her Up. Yes, we've been many things, including woodsman, uh, German... Slapper. Uh, Slap dancers, <laughs> and all the rest of it. But Fanny I mean, Craddock. Fanny Craddock, yes, and Johnny, yes. Mm. Many, many happy days. Anyway... So that's how Julie got into it. I got into it in the same way. I started off my first pantomime. I was the lion out of the Wizard of Oz. And luckily I had no lines. So that was that was quite good. Yeah. Also in Alice in was it Alice in Wonderland where you had no lines there? Well you oh, had no. a lot of lines, she just lost her voice. I got so so frightened and it was like my second pantomime and I got star role. That on the day I couldn't speak, so the poor girl in the background had to do all the words, and I mind it was actually very good. Yes, yes, the prompt was very you good. Got, got my lines right, yes, perfect. Nobody knew, nobody knew, so we can adapt. Anyway, since then, we've done a few pantomimes, and hopefully, you'll get to speak to Fred at some time in the future who writes and produces all the pantomimes. But as an off spur from the pantomime, we do the autumn frolics which is a, a, it's almost like an old time musical where local acts and amateur acts can come and do their bit on stage. And you'd be amazed at how good the acts are. 
we all sort of you get a lot of people who've never ever been on stage and wouldn't really ever think of going on stage you go on there and do stand-up or songs or whatever and are really funny or clever or talented we've had professional musicians and we've had yeah, we make our own instruments we have got a bit of a band called um what was it the uh, mangled wurzels and well Oh, we're so mangled. And I say we've got tea, chest, bass, and all. And we got together and we actually got a really good round of applause for what we did. So the band. That was just to get you off. Uh, so, no, we're going to get one of them hooks into to drag us up. You need several for that band. That band's pretty big. Everybody gets involved. So basically then, so what you're saying to me, and I love the double act, I must admit, you, you, you definitely sound like you're in a panto. You have joined a panto and amateur dramatics group to actually help yourself um, gain the confidence to, um, and enjoy, but then you're also helping people by entertaining them. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I raise quite a lot of money as well. Yeah. Also, we do, for the first shows, we actually do a free show for the Scouts and Cubs and Brownies so or they sort of like pay a, a minimum amount a small amount which again all goes to, to charity or helps us sort of get bits and pieces as, as well for the show but yeah and they are the best audience ever oh, fantastic. Oh. so where, so where can yeah. people yeah. now normally where do you rehearse obviously i know you're not rehearsing at the moment but where do you rehearse normally where can people come and see you well we're in the bedford street church hall that's where we're sort of set up from that's where we do our bit as a proper stage and it's very professional looking actually yes it's not yes it's not bad yes it's, yes we've got three steps up to the stage so we're slightly higher than the other usually we come down in one but <laughs> <laughs> but Fred gets his own way for some unknown reason he likes us to hit the stage quite a few times in an act yes <laughs> that sounds so amazing so um for, as the listeners know every single podcast has its own accompanying playlist um and yours is actually under spotify uh gail louise turner podcast playlist number 11 podcast with julie and Roz from autumn frolics okay and it's detailed your songs on here which actually accompanies your life story as being um amateur dramatic i call you actresses actually that's what i'll call you so i want to i, I want to go through your songs now so you asked me to have a look for uh, Lil- lily morris and why am i always the bridesmaid now i couldn't find that version but i found the dara mcmanon version but it's exactly the same now talk to me why you chose this song well, that was the first time we actually worked as a double act and we were the ugly sisters in Cinderella. So we actually got to choose our own music and set up our own. And it's been followed on since then where Fred says, you do a piece in the show, that'll be just you two. And we were getting dressed for the ball. So we're in what looks like our underwear, but there were his normal clothes underneath. We sing that and Rosalind does my makeup for the show, which mm. I must admit is horrific. So I think I look beautiful. Before I put the makeup on, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hey! Well, as a makeup artist, she's a good hairdresser. Anyway, <laughs> and that's how the song. So we picked that song as we sang to one another as we got ready for the ball. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was very in keeping. Oh, yes, definitely was. It was shocking. The, uh, the Well, I got the corsets, believe it or not. I ordered them and they came from France. They are Victorian corsets. Yeah. So I went with Lily and Morris. Yes, that's it. You only went the part. Yeah. 
did look good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Now, the second song you've chose today is Shirley Bassey and Big Spender. Now, I do actually know this one. Why have you chosen it? How, how has this song shaped your life and helped others as well? Right. Well, again, th this was Fred had picked this one. And Fred was the first time we actually got the girls together. And we've got a nice group of girls now. Girls that would be on the stage or have just sort of helped us out now and again have now become a part of our little group where we do different songs and, and dances and so on. But this was the one Fred said he wanted us to come on singing Big, Spend, Big Spender, which is from, uh, oh, no idea. Ch uh, Sweet Sorry. Charity, I think it is. And if, I can't remember the name of the, uh, the choreographer for it, which was very, very... Uh, explicit i'd say the dance was but we look pretty rough and yeah. i must admit we now look more like men dressed as women dressed as <laughs> yes yeah. female transvestites i could only say but it was enjoyed and it was funny so that's how it came about that song and that was again the beginning of the uh, frolics yeah but we also like a good tussle all of us because uh, there was about five or six on that one wasn't there yeah on, on the stage and we like to have a good fight and it tends to get a little bit out of hand. It does, yeah. You stole my mirror as well. I couldn't <laughs> see my beautiful face. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's good. It's like I say, we started off all being a little bit shy, and in the end, we're actually, as you can, if you see us in the shows, muscling each other out of the way to get to the middle of the stage which entertains the audience no end. And none of us can hold a note in a bucket. Oh, I know. Nobody can sing. It's fabulous. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, song number three is called, how do you say it? His Tans? Does yes, that right? a, What's that it's about? A, it's a German band. It's a German rock band. And they play a tune which is quite, it's sort of almost like German-American country. So uh, until you hear it, you, you you know what I mean. Is it an uh, accordion? Yeah, he plays an accordion, the lead singer does. But what we did in that one, and I'd found on the internet, was what's called an illusion dance, where each dancer is dressed in black and white, and we're all linked together. You do a dance to the music, and the illusion is it looks like there's one person between each person being swung. And a lot of people kept asking, how did you manage to swing that person in the middle? Is it literally, you dress black, white, black, white, black, white. And it's, it looks really good. It, it's like, if you can imagine, when they used to have, a man used to dress up, turn one way, he'd be a man in a suit, and then he'd turn the other way, be a woman in a dress. But it's like that, but it's black and white. Yeah. So, and that music just goes perfectly with it. And again... Yeah. I was amazed at how good the girls were because I've talked them into going on stage in a pair of tights and a t-shirt. <laughs> all stitched together, by the way. <laughs> yes, you could have to get into the tights That's all it. together. Yeah, there was a that, white band, yeah. I think it's called Sentinel. Anyway! Oh, no. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so one of them things where it's like putting a corset on with a friend. Yes, we were very <laughs> close at the end of that pantomime. <laughs> Okay. Oh, brilliant. Another one for you now coming up. Um, Nancy yeah. Sinatra, these boots are made for walking. How does this fit into Amagematics? Oh, again, this is Fred is amazing at entertaining us dressed as a woman. We have Phil and Fred that are 
when when you get out the glamorous frocks, you've got to fight them off because they want to wear them first. Both both very straight men, but when it comes to frocks and nice shoes, yeah. oh, Fred can't leave the shoes alone. So we decided to do again. It was off the internet. Nancy Sinatra singing these boots and had Go Go Girls in the background again in thigh eye boots. <laughs> And T-shirts, yeah, T-shirts, and Fred dressed as Nancy Sinatra singing these boots, and I must admit that was hilarious. It was very cool. That was when he did Nigel Flattery. Oh yes, yes, Michael Flattery. We've had him do that in a pair of black tights. We did actually get a few screens after that. The audience loved that. Absolutely love that. That was one of the well, like, like basically river dance. That's amazing. That is amazing. Oh yes, we did do that. Not yes. quite the same, yeah. but we, we did our best. Yeah, we've actually done Swan Lake, the yeah. signet dance, yeah. where wow. we were in tutus. Yeah, tutus. There was me and Rosalind in tutus. Fred, who's very small in a tutu, and Jeff, who's, who's, not, so small. who's not so small. No, no. And us four doing the signet dance again. Got a few screams. <laughs> but it's exhausting doing that. I don't know how these ballerinas do it. <laughs> well, I don't know whether they dragged us across the stage and we dragged them. But... I just remember going off. I think the rest of it was a blur. <laughs> yes, I must admit, when we worked on at first, it was just that look of horror on the audience. It's mm. good to have an audience you can't see. Don't ever look at anyone who's going on the stage for the first time. Do not look at the audience. Because if you look at Steve, the look on their face, you literally dry off. Always look to the back of the room. I'm sure. Yes, it's terrifying. They don't know what they're getting, and you all don't know what you're going to give them. <laughs> okay, next song, Time Warp, um, uh, from the Rocky Horror Show, Picture Horror Show. Amazing. What a great song to choose. Tell me about this one. Right, the time warp's one of Fred's favourites. Yes. Like our walk down. Yes. So the walk down at the end of the pantomime, he always likes to have some music that gets the audience and us together and always likes to get the audience up dancing with us. So we're sort of all in there yeah. having fun. Everybody knows that. He likes the last song to be something that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that's at least they'll clap. Whether it's the clap that gets out or the clap that they're going home. But we unlock the doors then and let them out then, so they're all quite happy now. So, oh, they've turned the lights on and unlock the door. Thank heavens for that. Never seen an audience run so fast. (laughs) Just for keeping them fit. That's it, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I absolutely love all this song. So that's that's your Spotify playlist, basically, which uh, the listeners um, can actually um, go to. Now, you sent me some photographs. So... For my podcast, it's all about helping hands, helping others and helping yourself be the best person you can. You've sent me some great photos, which I'm going to share on Facebook shortly with your permission, of course. And you've got people um, dressed as cowboys. You've got some wigs on and you have got some interesting dance in there and wigs. So what do you do behind the scenes um, with your sort of hair and makeup and all your, and your clothing? Who's in charge of that and how do how does actually behind the scenes work help the performance and help yourself as well? We've got quite a few that sort of help behind the scenes who, who you know, as of yet, we haven't dragged them on the 
stage. Well, she went from artists, yes. haven't we? Yes. Um, We've got uh, Kaylin and Rachel. Yes. And they're fabulous. And the makeup's getting amazing. It's yeah. really getting good. It's very professional. Rosalind's very good with hair and being a professional hairdresser. So I give them wigs. That's it. That's why we all wear wigs. No, but, <laughs> but the thing is, we do have a lot of costume changes. So we've got to keep changing the wigs and um, getting changed. I do the costume, yeah. which I must admit, people are very brave because when I decide I'm making up something, they don't really get a lot of choice in what they get, but they'll put it on. Well, they are amazing, and that's why they <laughs> wear them. They are really, giant really rabbits. good. Wiggly worm, wiggly worm. I've never oh, got yes. over that yes. one. Oh, wiggly worm, giant blackbirds. There's all sorts. Caterpillar. Yes. Wolf. So yeah, and the kids and the kids come from the scouts. Uh, the, uh, we uh, this year we were expecting to get a lot more. We started off with quite a few, and of course, as they grow up, some of them get shy and don't want to dance anymore. But some actually want to come into the show and then become steal the act. Yes, yes, they become the young beautiful ones. Hence why we end up. Yes, we get the rougher and rougher jobs. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's wonderful. But the kids get so much out of it, if yeah. not too much out of it, because we, as we found out, Fred likes to do a sketch where it's usually called the schoolroom sketch, where he likes a bit of tussle, and me and Rosalind are dressed up as kids, with the kids that are in the show. We've managed to actually curb the violence. At yeah. first, when they said, do a fight, we ended up literally kicking <laughs> and wear shin pads now. Yes, it, do, it does get a little bit rough. And one year we did a slap dance, which was really good, but it's all fake. But as we came up the stage to meet the audience, as we do, one little kid came up to me and kicked me in the shins and said, You hit her. <laughs> so that's how professionally yes. yes. oh, it is. It's, it's believable. Oh, but like I say, the kids we... come in and join us, and that's the best part. And we have some great games, don't we? Oh, my God, yes, yes. And usually every child in the audience is brought up onto the stage if they want to come up. We've got Gwen. This is Gwen, not the Gwen who does the dress. Gwen Dresser, she's fabulous. Until we got Gwen, who's a work friend of mine, to actually do the dressing, we would end up fighting, we couldn't get dressed, we always had the smallest dressing room for the women, mm -hmm. the kids had the nice big one, but we had the teeny little one, we couldn't find her clothes, couldn't get ready, we were getting late onto stage, Gwen's fabulous, she dresses us, knows what we wear, and when we come back off stage, all the stuff we've taken off is neatly waiting for the next show. One year though, unfortunately, somebody tried to keep the kids happy, and we've got a lot of kids in the show, I think there was about six, seven, maybe eight, Oh yeah, That's and they decided to keep them happy by giving them some sweets. Oh, skittles. just before the show, we you have to put a bit of makeup on because once you've got the spotlights on, you've just got a white blur. So the kids said we don't want to wear makeup. They were only young, about eight, mm, nine. Yeah. yeah, they weren't very old. Didn't want to wear makeup, so that was fine. So we left them with the sweets, did our bit. When we came back on off the stage, the kids had been on the sweets gone crazy, put the makeup on, they all look like Barbara Cartland. <laughs> so they all went on with bright red lips, black eyeshadow. <laughs> they looked older than us at the end of the show, yeah, but they enjoyed it. Well, we did get told off because they couldn't get the makeup off the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't put the 
makeup on, they did it themselves. But I mean, it's it's a community theatre. It's a community we mainly have people who go to the shows come from the community. We get a lot of the older people come who just adore it. And sometimes, especially when they were at the Richmond Village, people would come to more than one show because they enjoyed it that much. Yeah, I love it. So. Yeah, we always we sell out. Oh, yeah, huh? we always sell out. Yeah. Even though it's like two weeks before the show, like, oh, there's going to be nobody coming next day. It's a sellout. Yeah. And Lisa, Lisa, who does now the seating arrangements, because we always had problem organising. We'd end up with too many people, and you can't do that because of the room. So she sorts that out, and now she's got the phone going about and. About an hour before we go on, people trying to get in to see if there's any tickets yeah. left. That's always really sad when you know yeah. there's some people desperate to get in and you just can't. Yeah, they've forgotten. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we do, we do a few nights. We do four. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, and two on Saturday. So wow. uh, that's good. So um, when's your next performance? Now, what are you actually rehearsing for anything at the moment? I know we've got COVID nineteen restrictions. Very, very important. But are you doing any rehearsing via Zoom or anything? Well, weekend? Fred's written this year's panto and he has handed them out, but of course it's not going to happen. And of course we didn't do the, the frolics this time, even though we've got a good list of a lot of local acts. Um, we've got Ollie and get, um, Claire and all Irish, that, dancers. Irish dancers, even more They're and more. That's well. it, more and more. We've got the little ones and the older ones. So... All that's now been put off till next year. So it's mm. definitely going to happen. But at least Fred Sophie will know our lines by then because we've got a year to learn <laughs> instead of four months. <laughs> I could have 10 years and still never remember that. <laughs> that's the best part. The best part is the prompter. I must remember the prompter. <laughs> What's the prompter? <laughs> <laughs> the poor woman who keeps shouting. In the end, many a time, especially with a certain member of the cast, You'll hear the prompter shout out the line, and she just turned to her and said what she said. It's <laughs> 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 an rewarding job. Being it's a prompt, not, yes, no. You just no, get that yeah. glare of when I was going to say that. That's no Exactly. I was it. just pausing for effect. Yeah, you get that as well. <laughs> we used to have Nan, who's retired now, but keeps an eye, comes to the shows and helps out. She was our prompter, and I thought she was fabulous. Because she, a lot of the older ones helped us, mm. told us what to do, where we were going wrong, and how, and also to give us confident work where we were going right, which was great. But Nan would always give that look around the curtain. Oh, oh here we oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. And most of the time, you couldn't get on the stage for laughing because of what had gone on slightly before you. So we've got to follow that. That is absolutely amazing. So um, you're obviously doing all that, but what is the future for for the actual Panto Group? What what, what would, you, would you see the future? Do you will you have to wait till like um, next year to sort of get your proper performances in place? Well, even next year, I think, because the pantomime. Is, is a Christmassy thing. I yeah. think Fred's decided that pantomime won't go ahead till maybe 2022. Um, but we will be doing a frolic. So yeah, it'll either be I, done um, in pre-summer, so it could be spring round Easter, mm. or then it, it'll be its usual time, which is about September. Because we try but, and keep it in, in line with school holidays so that children can come and they haven't yes. got to get up to school the next yeah, day. Yeah, because we get a lot of kids that are involved in it. So, yeah, yeah it's and they have to be home before. Yeah. Half eight, some of them are very young. Yeah, yeah. 
also i mean with, with taps it's not just about performing it's also about people getting involved and fred always says he always gives out a number and all that if people want to get involved in the group even if it's just just being part of the group just helping out or just making tea at the shows he's very you know he's very welcoming i mean he does also walks and we have uh, meals and all that play out readings, play readings as well yeah just sort of meet up so you could always join it's taps a, yeah it's, it's really nice for anybody who's feeling lonely and and wants something to do it's it's great it's it's really oh yeah, yeah there's lots of people there we're all, most of us are all on our own yeah. you know and it's just nice to have maybe once a month a meet up yeah. so you know you've got something to look forward to and the funny thing is that none of us ever thought we'd be doing daft things on stage and, and acting no, none of us have been in the acting of apart from freddie who's been always involved yeah. in it we've sort of ended up doing it and becoming lovers yes against our will especially if somebody gets a bigger joke that and, and oh. no better part that, that's that, what oh that's all from alice you can look in glasses that's it Scrubber. just stay jammed <laughs> <laughs> this is not mr moffy <laughs> <laughs> this is not. You don't even get to play the women's parts now. No, no you have to play the men's parts. I think I'm going to be out cleaning the toilets. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to come and see one of your 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 uh, shows definitely. Now, what other things have you been doing by a lockdown? So I know you've been involved um, in the charity. Um, do you want to explain that what you've been up to? Oh uh, well, we've been doing a few walks, and again, it was sort of talking together about what to do and of course with us not actually doing anything with the show it's to try and keep it out there so people know that we haven't folded yeah and i think fred has because fred donates the money that we made last year he will sort that out after he's done his expenses and everything yeah. at the agm of who and it's usually a local charity he likes to donate to if we can yeah yeah he likes to keep that. it local because it is a community thing because is the church is involved in the community yeah yeah we're we're, we're tied up with the uh what's it, something communities yeah. with south cheshire yeah so um we like to try and keep it all going well yeah but i mean charity well, apart from fred's suggesting he'll do us a joke book so mm. we can buy some jokes that'll be interesting mm. Mm. there'll be a few jokes about the titanic and <laughs> <laughs> and when, when a woman Fire first wore a bike, wore a bike, wore a bike, wore a bike. Well, if, if you rode it, yes, if you wore a wore, I've seen them short. Yeah, anyway, lying underneath, I keep falling. remember, it's not a three-wheeler bike. When you stop, it does fall over. <laughs> it's the pedals that get in the way. <laughs> legs oh, you'll have to get one of them fancy new ones. I have no pedals. You just scoot along. <laughs> so you you did something for georgie's fight is that right the charity oh yes the mask making that's julie she oh that, that that's on. my that's my bit on the mask making yeah that was because i hadn't actually got anything to make for the panto and normally now i'd be making stuff like a, a lunatic and sitting and sewing I've got all this fabric and stuff and nothing to do. So I thought I'd start making masks and giving them away for charity. And of course, George's fight came up and I thought, well, we'll have a go at that. So we set it up in 
in um, the, the, the pantomime were the first people that bought the masks oh they? yeah yeah I, I put it out there first if anyone was interested and they got involved and they bought it so that people started it out yeah and then i suggested it in tesco so we did it there and then i did it in queen's park what which was, was for what that, was the queen park the, 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 yes they had a day where they yeah. had irish dancers they were doing um a sponsored dance-a-thon which was Ooh. fabulous and there's some fabulous people who were running around. Literally, there was a chap there, and I can't think his name, I think it was John, who literally ran alongside joggers to collect money for George's fight. Even people on bikes, he chased people with bikes. Which gives you that, that joke, isn't it? How do you stop a dog chasing people on bikes? Take his bike off him. Anyway. Oh. Fred can put that one in his jewels. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> so Julie's raised a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. What's it up yeah. to now? Uh, what was it? We're coming up to 700. Yeah. Should be. Last time I asked was about 655. I'm still making them in Tesco's and got a mask tree, as they call them, in Tesco's. <laughs> Every time lockdown gets tighter, more masks show and money goes in the bucket. So I and keep giving it a shake. It's great because gone in shop so many times and forgotten my mask yeah. and you have to buy a pack well you know i wish i have accosted people who were struggling on tesco car park coming and saying oh i forgot my mask and i've got a load in my bag <laughs> <laughs> always carry a sack full of masks you never know <laughs> that's so good um is there anything else that you've got planned to actually help yourself and help others? I'm really intrigued because you've obviously done so much already. Have you got anything else in the pipeline? Well, Fred suggested something which I thought was a really good idea. We were going to do it last year, but time ran out on us. And of course, this year it didn't, which was the young carers that are in the area who really, uh, he has something to do with them at uh, St Andrews and suggested to them maybe us having a day or a few days where they can actually set up a show of their own write it uh, fred will help out we do the lighting we provide the um, clothing uh makeup and all the rest of it so they can actually do their own show just something for fun for them and maybe put a show on so hopefully we'll be able to do that next year but that was that was fred allman's idea and i think it's a fabulous idea is it yeah. young carers is that people who look after their parents parents or, or siblings sometimes yeah. as well oh, so we yeah. should just give them something to something to enjoy something to be in control of and also it gives like i say once you've got on that stage and have people sort of cheering you on or even looking horrified <laughs> it does give you a little bit of a a boost it does it gives yeah. you confidence and it gives especially for youngsters to be able to talk to strangers mm. when you've stood there and done that in front of them people don't scare you anymore yeah you can talk to people and not be worried about what they think because well, <laughs> by the time you stood on the stage <laughs> <laughs> and some crazy makeup and a purple wig then that life was just very easy yeah and if you get them laughing well that's very addictive. If you can get people laughing, the last pantomime, it did get Fred upset because at the end of the show, and the audience is more a part of the show than we are, they got so involved. They were cheering on and they were actually doing the script with us. They were getting, you know, with the songs and everything. They stood up and gave us a standing ovation at the end of the show and Fred got all <laughs> teared yeah. up. But it was beautiful. 
So I say it's the audience. We enjoy the audience more than presumably they enjoy us. <laughs> 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 just think they're amazed to think we're charging us really. You know, we'll have to pay the audience. <laughs> we thought that once when we first started, we'd have to pay the audience. But anyway. <laughs> And, and how would you sort of recruit members into your amateur group? Because I think something like that not only helps community, but helps yourself. And it's like you say, it's that confidence thing, isn't it? So um, yeah. talking to people, meeting new people and learning new things, it's such a great community thing. So how can people um, get involved? And you said it's Bedford Street, but just tell uh, the audience where Bedford Street is and, and where they can actually come right. and contact you and get involved. Because I, th I think you need some new members there. Yeah, well... Bedford Street actually runs from the Crew Alex through to Nantwich Road. So it's a road that runs the same length of the road as, as Nantwich Road. Uh, but I can actually give you a phone number because Fred, every time we, we're in the Chronicle or whatever, Fred always says, for further information on taps, call Fred on 07968 829 Yep, so he's okay so, with, with him in contact. That's yeah, the group that is. That's it. He puts it all the time. He puts them in every time. And we do get in the Chronicle quite a few times yeah. and uh, on that. And if you look online as well, you can find us. If you go on the Chronicle website and look up taps, some of our shows are on there and the, uh, the uh, frolics. And you'll see some photographs of some of the shows. We've had the police involved. Just noticed one down here. They joined in. And they did a spoof for us. They came along and we got them that they would do a dance on the show, but not actually let anyone know they were there. So as the song started, the police walked in. And of course, the audience all started looking around and wondering what was going on. And then they went up on the stage and did the dance with the girls. And of course, that was fabulous. That was absolutely amazing. Strangely enough, they've never wanted to do it. No, no, I must admit, yes. Yeah, they did Cha Cha Slide, which obviously I don't quite know that one, but anyway. So did, they, did the police yeah. dress up in um, costumes then? No, 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 they came in full uniform. They were community police. It was three yeah. guys. They were so good and everybody loved them. Yeah. So uh, we have tried to talk them since then, but we'll, the, the, those guys aren't in our area now. No. But we, we will manage it. I have had a policewoman in the Blackbird suit. <laughs> <laughs> I think they don't come in the all now because once they come in, we sign up all. You know, they had a country dancing. Oh, we've done country and western dancing. Yeah. We've done... We have a barn dance in the church. Oh, yes, yes, the church does a barn. That is fabulous. Um, yes, we've got to... We have a couple that teach us the steps. Yes, and they're very Again, good. It's all charity, very... you know, every, yeah. everything that we raise. So many people donate the food and everything, and we just pay a ticket on the door. Yeah. And, and... That all goes to charity, and we have a good yeah. time as well. Exactly, yeah. I mean, there's an awful lot going on that people don't realise. It's just literally round the corner to them. Yeah. And like well, I say, the barn dance is great because they turn the church into a barn. It's fabulous. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't expect, but yeah. That's really good. And is there anything else that you think that you are involved in locally that would help others and help yourself because and i know you do so much um in crew local community but do you think there's anything else because i feel like with covid we, we are restricted now but there's there's got to be some light at the end of the tunnel really with with all of this and i i mean i sing myself and i and i would like to to, to join something like that but do you think do you think we need something else to like to help to help us all be happy and positive 
Yeah, I mean, singing is good. Yeah, I mean, I as bad that. as you say, as bad as it is, and I must admit, I do keep picking quite a few songs for us to do. I do love us doing singing along. And people are worried about singing because they say, well, you yeah, know, I don't know how to sing. But it doesn't matter. To be quite honest, I did ask my husband, who can be very picky <laughs> when it comes to it. And I said, well, we were all singing. And I mean, there's eight to ten of us on the stage. And he said, no, it actually sounded good because it's like a choir you don't have to be absolutely perfect because once the voices come together and especially if you're enjoying it it really sounds good it really does you know you listen to a football crowd crowd and when they get into their singing it lifts you it really does yeah, lift you lifts the players they all they all they exactly it, that's so. it that's what the football's missing now is the the yeah. you know the crowds they're singing so definitely singing is fabulous i it mean just join nice. a local choir yeah nice if, if yeah. we had a choir there really yeah it? there is a choir in bedford street so i mean you can join that and i accidentally joined a choir because again i wasn't confident to sing on the stage so i i was told by the choir master well if you came along and in six weeks you'd be able to sing then six later. months. <laughs> you still can't but, sing. But the thing is, you learn how to actually control your voice and learn how to sing. And there was people who were there who suffered with asthma who'd been told to join a choir because you learn to breathe deeper and slower and be in control. So it's actually healthy as well. So I'd recommend joining yeah, a choir. Good exercise for you even all. if you can't sing. Even if people who sit in front of you start moving to another seat a bit later on after you've been there for a bit. Yeah. We could do with a, a choir that isn't a serious choir. You know? That's ours. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's also when you do join a choir, you go to places to do singing in other churches. And we've been some fabulous yeah, places. Port Sunlight oh, we went with. And, and met opera singers who've come and done it for charity. It's people you meet also when you do these things. It's, it's a fabulous, yeah, yeah. you know. It's, and it's not an expensive thing to do when you join a quite a little local choir it's usually what 40 50 pack a year and that's to supply you with the music and the hall and everything which is really nothing so again it's something you can go on your own i mean most of the people who turn up to a choir are on their own be it men or women or even young women or, or older it doesn't really matter because you're sort of welcomed yeah. in and then once you've been there for about six years it's you can do on your own exactly as long just as the people there are welcoming yeah, you know? yeah. That's, that's what i like about church run ones is everybody welcomes you in yes yeah you're definitely you know, and they they're all i mean it's a shame at the moment that choirs have been banned because of the covid because the one thing about singing is you have to sing out mm. so but it'll come It'll come. I mean, we're all sort of waiting, pacing the ground like racehorses ready to go. And once we're able to start mixing it again, once we've got this thing under control, it'll be like a, a little explosion. We'll all be out there. I've got my sewing machine going. I've got all that class. Also at the church, they do fundraising on a Saturday, which is the lunchtime coffee and sandwiches and things sort of you know, but anybody can go to yeah, it. That's how you can it's knowing how to get to meet people. Just walking through the door. Yeah, just, you've got to walk through the door. You don't know where to go or who's doing what. But when St Andrew's open again, I'm sure they'll be doing that. And that that's great on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. Well, they've, they've been doing the, a lunch club for the kids. 
through the summer holidays. Mm, yeah. So kids just go along and get a lunch pack. Up. I mean, before COVID, they did a lunch club where they did activities Suits and, and games and stuff. So there's lots. As my mum always said, when you want life and to be involved in life, it's not going to knock on the door. You've got to go out the door and find it. And it's yeah, there. It's yeah. there. It won't come to you. You've got to go out there. Most churches have something, you know. It's all, just, if you yeah. look, they're all on there sharing it. And I'm, I'll admit to the fact that I'm not a church person. I mean, I'm not religious, but I really do enjoy the company, the community. Yeah. yeah. And it you is, don't have to be yeah. that, the religion of that church. They're all welcoming. Yeah, they're very welcoming. Yeah. I mean, of, of all of them, I think St Andrews, I felt the most comfortable in. Yes. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah it's just oh, nice a little fish club for the toddlers yeah yeah that had just got going again and it's had to close down but it will still be there yeah. and you just turn up young women with the kids or young men yeah 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 i say you just welcomed in yeah and they they look after the homeless there as well they, they yeah. do an awful lot for homeless. they've been teaching uh any of the uh, new foreigners to the country who are struggling with the english language uh, volunteers yeah. who can go and volunteer and help yeah. there and help people with either filling in forms or just learning the language and that when you just turn up and just say yeah i'd like to help out yeah. Yeah. it's just no i'm so good it's like i say it's just on your doorstep you've, you're in the crew area things are on your doorstep all you need to do is walk through the door and say can i help can I can I join in? I'm a stranger. I'm, yes, <laughs> I, I'm trying to get people to come through the door. <laughs> Please come and join. Anybody can sew. <laughs> got two makeup artists. You got a hairdresser. Anyone can sew. That is so amazing. Well, I wanted to say thank you very much to Julie and Ross for joining me um, this evening. It's been a great chat and um, this will be going on Captivate Spotify and iTunes so people can listen to again. Um, thank you so much for um, listening and um, I will be back um, shortly with another Helping Hands podcast. Thank you very much, ladies, and good evening. Thank you very much for having us. We really enjoyed it. Uh, and I will see you both very soon. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Gail. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.